This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's okay. It's a safe space. How often are you really bathing these days? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is not here. No. Holly and I are here with you, which is why we feel comfortable having this conversation (laughs) right now. So yesterday, so this is how it started. And by the way, seriously, 651-641-1071. It's a safe space. Really, seriously? How often are you showering or bathing? Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. We can have the conversation. So yesterday we actually were, what we were, I think our actual conversation was what was the habit your 2019 self would be shocked to see you picking up in 2020? Mm -hmm. Somehow it devolved into a conversation, Holly, about how you and I think that showers are kind of a suggestion these days. Yeah. There's a difference between the words daily and regularly yes (laughs) so explain that further we i will we regularly are showering but just maybe not every day and so what was interesting about it is bradley was horribly grossed out by us and thought we were disgusting and filthy and um we were like i don't think we're alone and so we thought well it's a safe space today. Yeah. Nobody needs to worry about Bradley having an opinion about their showering habits. <laughs> you will not be judged you will, in that way. Trust us. <laughs> you shan't be judged by us. Uh, 651-641-1071. No, seriously, how often are you bathing? It's okay. So some of the reason why like, we've sort of fallen into the place we've fallen into is because we're so physically distanced. When I come to work, I see Bradley and Holly on a screen. But I don't sit in a room with them. So like back when we were all sitting in a room together, I might have been a little bit more mm, respectful about that kind of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. But now I'm a little bit just like, well, it's just me. And then I go home and like, I don't know. I don't think my family really cares. No. Well, and for me, it's like, okay, so I used to teach hot yoga. I used to take it all the time. And so I would be sweating profusely mm-hmm. and then I would stink. So then I'd be taking lots of showers, yeah. but now I'm just simply not sweating right. in a way not that in the I, same way. In, not in the same way. Also, I've become a night bath person, which is weird. And then it just like throws off the whole bathing calendar. And it's like, well, okay, if I miss a day, it's totally not a big deal. It's not a big deal. We've got some calls on the line. Wonderful. Let's talk to them. Uh, who do we have first? First, we have Katrina. Hello, Katrina. Katrina, it's a safe space. Uh, honestly, how often are you bathing these days? I mean, really, it could be three to four days easy. I don't and fault you for this. 
Yeah, I, I, I put a baseball cap on on my Zoom meetings, and nobody cares, so cares. Right? I have, I have kids who are doing it less than that. Uh, my husband does it more often, so good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's not. It's just, like, not priority numero uno, right, Katrina? Yeah, that's for sure. And I'm with you, by the way. I've got kids who, like, I have to remind them to shower. So, like, that tells you some stuff. Yeah. Thank thank you, Katrina. I mean, again, like, we're not going anywhere. I know it sounds so terrible, but it's also, there is this piece of me, too, that's like, my hair is a mess. Yeah. And when I shower, usually when I shower, like I want to put some effort into my hair and doing my hair. And now it's like, what's the point even? Well, well, that's interesting because, okay, so I have a question for you because Colleen, you were talking about baths and you don't like taking them because Mm -hmm. you're sitting in your quote unquote, your own filth, Mm -hmm. which I didn't even No, I I, love taking baths. I just take a shower right after. Okay. So Mm -hmm. here's the thing. Like when you're in the shower, Mm -hmm. do you have an order in which you scrub? For yeah. example, top to bottom, you do your hair first yep. because then you think that the grunge from the hair is yeah. going to get on your body. It runs off. It's like a runoff. It's it's a very it's a, obviously. I never even think about that. Really? No. Oh no! no you go top to bottom. You got it because like the dirt's <laughs> going to run down. Yeah, I but, don't. I mean, of course, no, right? First you shampoo. Okay, and then you rinse, and then you put in your conditioner and let it sit, and then do the body bits, and then let the conditioner rinse off, and then you get out of the shower. Well, that's, but that's top to bottom still. Because also, here's the other pro tip, like, the shampoo acts as a little, like, extra soap as the runoff. Oh. Right? I still use the body wash, but, you know, it's just like, you just, you get get everything twice. (laughs) Let's go to Sheila. Okay, hello, Sheila. Sheila, how, let's be real, how often are you bathing these days? Every other day, but I only shampoo my hair once a week because it's long. Okay, right? Because the hair situation, and this is the thing I was trying to explain to Bradley, is when you have a lot of hair or long hair, it's it's a process. It's beyond a process. It's a pain. Yes. I have to comb it out, get it to dry, mm-hmm. make it look decent. Mm-hmm. A little dry shampoo during the week looks fabulous. Oh, and we test the limits of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Thanks, Sheila. We did get an email from Laura who said, in the winter, I don't shower and bathe as much because it's so dry. But if I work up a sweat, like shoveling snow, which I'm grateful I haven't had to do in a long time, I will. But otherwise, maybe twice a week. Yeah. High five, Laura. All right. High five. Yeah. We've got Carrie on the line. Hello, Carrie. Carrie... Real talk, how often? I'm a winter person. I'm a youper, and I love shoveling snow. I love, well, I don't like ice, but who does on right. sidewalks? But I love shoveling snow because it's so much fun to be out there in the snow because I have boots that are for 80 below temperatures, and I haven't been able to wear them for five that years. It's a bummer. It hasn't been cold enough here. Isn't it the worst? Yeah, and I have a Packer hat, which is really super, but I can't wear that unless it's below zero outside. Otherwise, it's too darn warm. So I have very, very warm clothing for, I'm set for 20 to 30 below zero, and we haven't had that in a long it's time. It's so true. So I'm kind of bummed. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> and, if I, and if I knew where you lived, no, I'm not on social media, but I did send you guys a thank you letter for, you know, your broadcast of War of the World. Oh, thank you. If you want to send me your address, 
you can send it to me, and if we do get snow, I'll come over and I'll shovel it for you. Shovel it for you for your charge because I just think it's so much fun to shovel snow. Oh my gosh, you're the <laughs> sweetest. Thank you oh, for your call. Have thank a great you, day, Carrie. I know. So that's actually, you know, I'm watching the East Coast right now shovel out from under that snow. Yeah. And I'm hearing people around me saying, I'm kind of jealous. And I'm like, no, are you? No, no. Are you though? Are you? Are you? No. Are you? No. Not at all. feel like we can have Dan give us Perfect. the last word Hello, on bathing. Hello, Dan. Dan, real talk. How often are you bathing? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm a, I'm a typical sexy, bald, late 50s, <laughs> rotundous guy. So I am a sexy piece of meat, but... I do find out when, uh, whenever my wife's chihuahua won't sit next to me, oh. I realize it's time to bathe. Oh, <laughs> the chihuahua tells you. And trust me, his eyes get really big. So. Oh, my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Damn. It's a sexy life I lead. I love, love it. Guys. Thank you so oh, much, thanks, Dan. Dan. I love it. The chihuahua oh. won't sit next to him, yeah. and that's the clue. <laughs> hey, you know, we all got it. I know. <sighs> it's so true. Look. Again, there's a difference between daily and regular. Mm-hmm. And Colleen, I'm really glad mm-hmm. to learn that we are not alone. We're not alone. We're not alone. It's okay, you guys. Yeah. Listen, this time will pass. We will all be back to daily showers again someday. Let's just enjoy this time of laziness. Yay, Phil! <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to cheat. And we've got an interesting cheat day that comes with an interesting story when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Maybe, okay, I oversold it. We'll cheat when we come back on My Talk 1071. Hey, cheat day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is not with us. He has uh, left for his Christmas vacation. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Holly and I are here with you. And uh, it's cheat day, y'all. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Okay, so uh, this is the text that went back and forth between Holly and me this morning regarding cheat day. I said to Holly, wasn't there something that we wanted to try at Dunkin'? And she said, yeah, it was some kind of festive donut. I said, all right, well, I'm going to grab whatever that is from Dunkin' Donuts before I come in. She said, okay, it's like the Dingleberry Donut or something. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) I said, (laughs) something like that. Well, there's a sugar plum macchiato drink and a frosted snowflake donut, to which Holly said, that's it. So um, I went, so long story short, I went to the Dunkin's and I procured a uh, sugar plum macchiato but I did not get the festive donut. Why, you ask? Why, I ask? Thank you for asking, because they were out. So, which Rude. I will get to that in just a moment. Rude, fine, whatever. So I got us the iced macchiato. I got us the iced um, uh, sugar plum macchiato. Now, what I'm having trouble with right now is figuring out what is in it before we drink it. So, hold on. It's not easy to find for some reason on their website, but... The sugar plum macchiato is as follows. It is. Oh, I can't find it. Uh, it's just a macchiato with some sugar plum stuff in it. I can't find it. Well, okay, that. I found the press Thank release you. from earlier this month. I cannot find it. Well, because it's really... It's, I can't find it on their website it's either. buried. But here is the PR from Dunkin' Donuts about the sugar plum macchiato. Okay. It's the newest addition to our holiday oh, espresso lineup. Features the oh. bright berry flavors of blueberry, 
raspberry, blackberry, and plum, accented by notes of vanilla, and rounded out with a sweet, sugary finish. Okay, so what I picked up had, and I only got one because I know us, we are not going to, neither of us would go all in on anything. No. It had like about two inches of purple something at the bottom. Purple so I tried stuff. to mix it through. Sunny I tried to mix it through. So I'm hoping, Holly, in the one I poured for you, you got enough of the purple stuff. But um, do you want to go first? Well, I can smell the purple stuff. Oh, I can. It is. I got a whiff it of purple. smells like somebody dropped a couple um, uh, strawberry shortcake figurines in a cup of coffee. Mm. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, what are you getting? What's happening over there? Um, getting bitter coffee, which that's my favorite part. Uh, <laughs> you're totally right, me too. <laughs> bitter coffee and sweet, undisclosed sweet, but it it reminds me. So, uh, Caribou Coffee back in the day mm-hmm. haven't been to one in a long time, but they used to have a drink called a berry light something or other mm-hmm. like their version of the dingleberry drink. yep um and it was the same idea it was a latte with some vanilla sweet kind of white chocolate and then a berry flavor and it tastes that's what this tastes like yeah but it's really it's um aggressively sweet yeah okay so in a not pleasant way i think i've told and, and so this is a personal taste thing so i want to throw this on the table for oh, everybody yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm what I'm learning about myself is very similar to how I do not like fruit or berries with my chocolate. I think I also don't like fruity flavors on or near or around or in my coffee. I also am pretty much a straight black coffee person, but I will I will dabble with like a hazelnut latte. Right. So I don't like (laughs) your experiment. Yeah, but I don't. But the fruit and the coffee doesn't turn my crank. However, if you are somebody who likes the following fruit with your coffee or like fruity coffees and like a sweet milky coffee, then you might get into this. Mm -hmm. I just it's not this is not my style at all. Yeah, it's not mine either. Um, but I'd see, like, if you like sugar, aggressive sugar and mm-hmm. milk with your coffee, mm-hmm. and that's the only way that you're going to drink it, totally. So, okay, considering those judgment parameters, yep. how many Cobras are we going to give the Sugar Plum Macchiato from Duncan? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to give it two. I'm going to give it two different scores. For my, my taste, I'm going to give it, like, a two. But for a the taste of a person who might like those flavor profiles. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Together, I'm going to give it a four because as a coffee drink, it is well constructed. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. From an objective iced coffee beverage, it's actually pretty decent. But on a personal level, yeah, I'm going to give it two out of five Cobras, too, because it's just like it's a lot. It's a lot. And that being said, Dunkies, Duncan, yeah, Dunkies, Mm Dunkies by a brief is the mecca for iced coffee experiences. Okay, so can we can okay, now I would like to now that we've done our rating, we've cheated, we're good. Yep, everybody we're done. Dunkies. Okay, there it is. Bye. Okay, can we talk about my Duncan experience this morning? Yes. You guys, people love Duncans. Well, America runs on it, you know. I Colleen. know. I we need more. <laughs> That's all I can say. They need to be popping up all over the place. So, I was I happened to be uh, I dropped off some stuff this morning before I came to work at the Ark of Hennepin County on Penn in Richfield. By the way, everybody, they have reduced their hours, but please, you know, remember they're still taking stuff. So that is available to you. Thank you. Um, so anyway, I dropped off a bunch of clothes that my son outgrew uh, this morning just giving you all the details. And uh, I thought, OK, I'm going to run this at Dunkin Donuts right across the uh, the street. You guys, that line, I swear to you, there were like 15 cars in the line. I started to panic. I was like, I might not make it to work today. (laughs) It was so busy. Now, I will say people, they like, they push people through real quick. No, push people through. But like, yeah, it is an easy, it's easy and quick. I did have a panic attack, though, you guys. So this is the other thing that happens to me when I get up to a fast food window and I am not familiar with the menu, I panic a little bit because I don't want to be the car that holds everybody up because I'm looking at the menu for the first time. And there were some other items on that menu that I thought, oh, we could try those things for cheat day. But I couldn't like take it in fast enough. So I said, hi, I would like to try this uh, sugar plum macchiato and also the frosted flake donut. That's not what it's called. The frosted ice something or another. Frosted snowflake donut. That's the one. And he was like, ooh, sorry, that's gone for the day. And I thought, okay, well, that is a ringing endorsement right there. That is rude. Well, I did say that. I I said rude. (laughs) But then I said, no, I get it. I'm sorry. But I was, you know, but that to me, though, says like people are getting festive and they must like that donut. What is on that donut? Uh, purple stuff, snowflake, <laughs> uh, confetti. That's really all I, do- I oh, don't okay. know the flavor profile. Yeah. They um, say that it's a perfect pairing with the purple, sugar plum purple, I All it is is purple icing. It I mean, even, it's it even, festive. It doesn't even taste like anything but a sugar donut. Okay. It's just purple. I'm here for it, though. Everybody, get to Dunkin's. Get your frosted donuts. And... Um, Duncan, we'd like to see more of you. Please. That's all. Yay. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is not with us. Holly Roberts is here with me today. Bradley's on his holiday vacation. Yes. And uh, we are bringing you the celebrities behaving badly. We call them... Dubert. 
Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Yahoo! Yahoo? Or, as like they like to say, Yahoo! <laughs> Remember Yahoo? It was a simpler time. Yeah, man. Uh, when people actually went to Yahoo.com for information. Mm-hmm. Well, they're my D-bag of the day, Colleen. Oh my gosh. And now I'm seeing why. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I want to tell everyone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to not use Yahoo.com. You morons. <laughs> as a source of information. Now, Colleen is reading. Oh my gosh. The offensive headline that Yahoo Entertainment published on the 16th of December, 2020. Headline. Oh my gosh. Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, dies at 76. No! That already happened! Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, passed away at the age of 76. But she did so on August 16th, 2018. What? The actual bleep. Yeah. This is so upsetting. Right, because... Look, we, my talk 1071, are the station of the Annette Funicello story. Yeah, that we, know. we know who we are. It's okay. <laughs> that is a story that happened before my time here at the station. But the story goes, Annette Funicello, musketeer, entertainer, performer, singer, passed away. Then Lori and Julia saw the headline that Annette Funicello passed away, then subsequently spent the part of their show. Planned a whole entire hour around eulogizing (laughs) Annette Funicello, who had died years prior. Yeah. And then they realized it basically after they spent the hour eulogizing her. So funny. But that was a simpler time, Colleen. True. That was a long time ago. This is on Yahoo Entertainment's website, and Mm-mm. all they give is a small paragraph of the following. Aretha Franklin has died at the age of 76. The legendary performer is perhaps most famous for her hit song, Respect, which she released in 1967. By the age of 18, she had secured a record deal and climbed the Billboard charts. She was known as the Queen of Soul by the late 60s. In 2005, President George W. Bush honored her with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Okay, there's something seriously missing from that story. Like her entire life story? Well, that. <laughs> but also like the actual date it happened. That's because here's here's the thing about this story, and this is really why I want to call Yahoo my D-bag. You, I just read that paragraph to you, and you said that something was missing. Yeah. And that something missing is humanity. True. That mm-hmm. that paragraph, putting my smart money, that was generated by a bot. Yeah, because uh, Aretha Franklin was actually trending yesterday because, wait, no. Wait, why? I don't know why. <laughs> why was I talking about her? She wasn't trending. We just talked about her at my house. <laughs> oh, Oh, oh that's gosh, that's I'm really so sad. Dumb. That's really sad. Well, I'm because glad isn't like the biopic coming out soon? It's coming out next year. Well, we had a blind item. Okay. All right, let me let me share yesterday. Okay, okay so oh. you're not totally 
Thank going you. crazy, Colleen. So the blind item yesterday mm-hmm. that we talked about on yesterday's show was the fact that Jennifer Hudson has the role of Aretha Franklin in the upcoming biopic about Aretha. Yes. And that Beyonce was offered the part before Jennifer Hudson. That's right. But Beyonce's people didn't tell her about the offer. And now Beyonce's really mad because she wanted that role because guaranteed there's at least an Oscar nomination that goes with it. Okay, and then, okay, so this is why it was tickling my brain. It wasn't actually trending because last night my husband and I were watching television and there was a commercial that featured an Aretha Franklin song. Yeah. And my husband said, I wonder if they just, if the estate just like sold the whole catalog or like, yeah, like it has made it all available in the public domain. You know, like, and so in my, in the back of my mind, I talked about Aretha Franklin twice in one day. And so I thought maybe it was trending. It wasn't. This is just a bot. This is terrible. Yahoo do better. It's lazy. It's so lazy. I expect this kind of content from the bottom of the Daily Mail, those advertisements Mm -hmm. that hide themselves as news story. Where actually that's kind of the origin of the phrase fake news mm-hmm. but i digress we won't we won't touch go that. there but yahoo do better at least try a little bit oh my gosh a little bit so terrible so lazy um okay i have a d-bag for you and this is reminiscent of yesterday's d-bag double down yay kirk cameron oh boy i'm gonna do one of these for kirk thank you because because he because he, he had a seat on this particular aircraft yesterday so, the, I mean, we talked about this yesterday. The reason why I'm calling him a D-bag today is because he uh, hosted an event on Sunday outside the Oaks Mall in Thousand Oaks, California. It was a, um event where they sang Christmas carols. Uh, there were 500 people who attended. There was not a mask in sight. One of the things that we know about how the virus spreads is that it spreads through aerosols and that when you sing, you expel um, aggressive aerosols. So a full group of 500 people singing would be a great way to walk right into the virus. Just a big old cloud. Yep, just a big old aerosol cloud. Now, this kind of goes... So this is the the frustration I have is this sort of like magical... um, I I struggle with this because I don't want to insult people. Uh, I am a person of faith, and it is frustrating when you hear people use a blanket term to um, describe certain faith practices. Yeah, but he is an he's he is he identifies as an evangelical Christian, and he is sort of subscribing to this sort of magical thinking that because he believes and he is a practicing Christian, that he is either a immune from the virus Mm. because he's in good with the, uh, the one upstairs. Interesting. But, or also that he is somehow protected from the, catastrophic uh virus oh it's which, like like he has a force field it sounds around like him. it and actually these are the words he said and this is why i think he's a d-bag he said quote we believe there is immunity in community well actually no there's not actually which is why we're all doing this thing right now because there isn't immunity in community what does it what does it oh, it's just Kirk, a couple words that honey. he thinks kind of rhyme that like 
and he's doubling down on this, you guys. He's saying like, yeah, people want to go out and sing. I'm like, dude, I know. I would like to do that. There are lots of things that I would like to do, Colleen. We were just talking about this before we came back into the segment, that there are lots of things in my new neighborhood that I just can't enjoy and take advantage of because we're not going out and doing things right now. We're just not doing this right now. Chill, everybody. Chill. If we all just follow the directions, we can get through this. Like, oh, why, why? We are in the last mile. Just stay the course. Here we are. (laughs) It is so frustrating. And he's, you know, listen, I I believe that in his heart, he wants to bring hope and happiness and love to people. This is maybe not the best way to do that. Yeah. Considering the following Mm. headline, Colleen, you said that he was at a mall in Thousand Oaks, California, which technically is in Ventura County, Mm -hmm. but... The mayor of Los Angeles just issued a countywide emergency order Uh because Los Angeles has now become ground zero of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, On as of Tuesday, which was just a few short days ago, only one percent of ICU beds were available Mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. A statistic from yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, said that in a county of 10 million people, according to the numbers, one in 20 residents now has COVID-19. So here's the other thing about that. Like, and I just want to say this because I want to say this and I want people to hear this. The people who are working on the front lines are at the ends of their ropes. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about the virus and the spread of the virus and do not take into account the people who literally are working around the clock and putting their own lives at risk to save people that's not caring for your neighbor Mm -hmm. and so i just i I, it is the thing that turns my stomach the most when i think about the people who work in these icus who work in these hospitals who are day after day after day after day showing up and putting their lives at risk and doing so because it is the, the job that they committed to and people disrespect them by gathering in a group of 500 and singing, that's like a middle finger. Mm-hmm. And that's not community, and that's not love, and that's not um, support, and that's not caring. Right. Because sometimes being in community, in this case, actually means that we're being a little distant right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for allowing me that moment. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have legitimately no chill because yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I'm talking about George Clooney again. No, no, no. This is like no chill in a good way. Yesterday, and I don't think we talked about this on the air. This was an off the air situation. Bradley read a headline from the Hollywood Reporter about a reboot that's happening that is going to change your life forever. <gasps> Lots of reboots have been announced, and they're all, like, straight out of the 80s. One literally made me lose my chill in the best way possible. We will talk about all the reboots when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, not here. No, Bradley. Holly Roberts and I are here. Yeah. And uh, we're hanging out with you. And I have zero chill. 
zero chill because of a headline that was read to me yesterday. Let's do a little reboot or get the boot. Reboot or get the boot. OMG. Let it out. Let it out. I can't believe, I don't remember if it was you or Bradley, but somebody was like headline from uh, deadline.com. Mm, here it is. Little House on the Prairie reboot in the works. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The G. I am so excited. I cannot, I cannot keep myself. <laughs> I can't contain myself. <sighs> okay, so we don't know anything. Nothing. Okay, but Nothing. here's the little we do know. Anonymous content, Paramount Television Studios, and Friendly Family Productions are developing a one-hour dramatic series adaptation of Little House on the Prairie based on the novels, of course, by Laura Ingalls Wilder, and also based on the original Little House on the Prairie that aired for nine season on, seasons on NBC from September 74 to May 82. <laughs> Colleen is exploding with excitement. So, so, okay, so Colleen, mm-hmm. why do you have such a passionate relationship to Little House on the Prairie. Is it just mm-hmm. the TV show? Is it the books? Mm-hmm. Is it the books and the TV show? Mm-hmm. Is it the whole situation? What is it? So I'm going to be honest with you about some things. Um, <laughs> when I was young, I watched Little House on the Prairie, the TV show, and I had all the Little House on the Prairie books. And I loved the TV show because it sort of romanticized that pioneer life, like life on the prairie, And I also was so enamored with the fact that this allegedly happened in Minnesota. Ah, yeah. There you go. And also really was curious about the mountains in Minnesota. What do you mean the mountains in Minnesota? When you watch Little House on the Prairie, it's a the the contour of the land is markedly different than the actual Walnut Grove, Minnesota. Because oh yeah, it took yeah. Because they <laughs> filmed it in California. Yeah, I was going to so, say, oh okay, so they're filming it on the back lot right. in Agora Hills. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have mountains here. <laughs> we don't. Any who's what's Um. So I so I fell in love with the TV show, and then I read the books, and I was like, what? Hold. On because the books are a little bit more brutal. Okay. Yeah. So um, I decided to stick with the TV show because I liked the storytelling better. But I realized as I got older, it gave me just these like really good feelings. And also I watched it as though it was like a reality show. How do I explain that? Like to me, watching 
Little House on the Prairie, these were like real people with real, like Pa Ingalls, like Michael Landon was actually Pa Ingalls. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa Gilbert was actually Laura Ingalls. I just loved the Ding Dang show. And honestly, I feel like the world kind of needs this because first of all, we think of that as a simpler time. Guess what? Bad news. It wasn't. Lies! Like it literally was not simpler. Yeah, Colleen, I hate to break it to you. But back during the time of Little House in the Prairie, yeah. people didn't have feathered hair right. and full sets of teeth. 100%. It just didn't happen. Absolutely true. <laughs> pa Ingalls did not walk around shirtless as often as possible. No. No, that was a Michael Landon choice. Don't worry about it. In any case, I just, you know, I but I do just feel like this is a story that, like, um, needs to be told. My, I've, my daughter has watched Little House with me and, um, is like as enamored with it as I was because it is just such a, it's different from the world we live in right now. Um, so I'm excited by this. Uh, I would say let's reboot this all day, every day. I hope, I hope that, um, that, uh, Melissa Gilbert will be involved in some way. They would have to. They would have to. There, would there has so. to be something. And what would be interesting about this reboot of Little House in the Prairie is that that show was made 40 plus years yeah. ago. And our relationship to the text of Laura Ingalls Wilder has changed in that time. Mm-hmm. So it will be fascinating to see if the people making this show will look at the base at the origin text in a way that perhaps we look at it in 2020 versus the way that we do in the 70s. Will it be romanticized in the way that it once was? Will it be a little bit more akin to the books or will they even be critical to the books and their relationship to the storytelling? I have no idea. Right. But we're going to be watching it. Right. It's true. We're interested in it. I'm so there for it. Now, this is not the only uh, 80s reboot that we're talking about. Holly... Yeah, uh, there's some other '80s reboots. We did. T- we touched on Night Court. Yeah, so that's gonna be. So this is the new trend in reboots in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. Hollywood is like reboots. That's an old hot mess. What's hot and fresh is doing the reboot slash sequel, a yep. continuation of the original story. So like in the case of Night Court, they're taking the character Harry Stone, played by the late Harry Anderson, and they're going to focus on his daughter, Abby Stone, who's now a judge at Night Court. Right. The continuing thread also being the return of John Lorquette. Right. Who's so still, the, so yeah. what's perfect about this is this is exactly what Saved by the Bell did, and yes. it calls on your nostalgia for the the brand. But it also gives you an investment right off the bat because you're like, oh, I did love that character. Whatever happened, and it you you already have it. You already have a way in. Yeah. Well, now we're doing the same thing with L.A. Law. Do 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 do. do. Uh, so this is in development. It's a reboot sequel of the series L.A. Law which was on NBC back mm. in the day from 1986 to 1994. So now this project is doing the same thing, but with the character played by Blair Underwood, he's going to be back. He's going to reprise his role as attorney Jonathan Rollins. And so in this new take, uh, the law firm at the heart of the original is reinventing itself. 
And sources say that Blair Underwood's character has changed from an idealistic figure to a more conservative one in the intervening years since the original. Hmm. And then now that character is going to be clashing with the millennial character. So they're kind of having the old guard versus the new guard. And the connective thread is that character. So it's like a little familiar, right? So kind of right. like with that Save the Bell reboot, yep. it's at Bayside High. Yep. We still have some of the old characters who are in it, mm-hmm. but the main story is about the new characters coming into this pre-existing storytelling space. And that's the thing that hooks you in, is that, like, what the piece that you relate to from your past, and then and then if it's a good show, it'll keep you. Right. Yeah. So that's what they're hoping with L.A. Law. Now, this is just in development. Hate to say it, just like Little House on the Prairie mm-hmm. and Night Court. So mm-hmm. all of these shows are being worked on. We don't know if we're actually ever going to see them. Right. But it's an idea that people are being paid to noodle on. I am here for this. <laughs> Pay the people to noodle yeah. on it. Thank and, you. And you know, the little uh, the Saved by the Bell reboot, you've talked about that a couple of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's super good. It's, and I hated myself for saying that because I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be good. See, Saved by the Bell, people might not realize, unless you watched it when you were a kid, it's like a cheesy show. It yeah. was, And it was like overtly cheesy. The re- and I, I I was worried about how they would do the cheesiness of a reboot. It is brilliantly done. You it is a decent show. Watch it on Peacock. Yeah, it's so good, you guys. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's our question to you. Is it okay to re-gift? How do you feel about re-gifting? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.